Hello, everybody, and welcome to Running in Circles. This is episode 65. I am Mike Kilmer. Today, I am joined by Mr. Todd Standring. Hello. Mr. Kenny Perrin. Episode 69, part two, sir. Yep. Return of the Turtle Beaches. Return of the Turtle Beaches. (laughs) That's that's Ryan Miller there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also also talking. Mm -hmm. Jesus. This is really a thing. Okay, only I, was, I was hoping you guys would forget about this thing. Oh I mean, no, that was it was only an only reason thing. why I came over tonight. Yeah, okay. for episode sixty nine. Right, I'm done. Two. Did my piece. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Perfecto. <laughs> right. Killing it. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. Uh, so it's rained for about sixty six <laughs> days straight. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little uh, moist outside. So no excuses. It, it's been it worse than winter was. Pretty I would much, say yeah. in the last like month and a half, it's yeah. been worse than winter. It's but, not been exciting. No, uh, it's good time for gaming though, for sure. Uh, since Ooh. you can't go outside and do anything fun, and the only budgeted time I have is for like doing like yard work. Like, oh, cool, the one day the sun's out. Yeah. I, ha- I literally have to mow the lawn. Yep. Or it's going to be six that, feet tall. That was me yesterday. That for, was also for the me first yesterday. time. So I was like very anxious because my grass was so goddamn high. And I yeah. tried two other times within the last month to mow it. And I couldn't. Like I got a gifted lawnmower, which isn't that old, but it wouldn't start. So I had to like do maintenance and shit on it. Unexpected maintenance. And finally, after. How long I was able to mow the lawn? Nice. Yes. Welcome to Yesterday. owning a home. Yeah, small victory. <laughs> but it felt way better than mowing somebody else's lawn. No, that's yeah. for sure. Which I've done plenty of throughout my life. So, yeah, it was definitely a win. Hell yeah! But yeah, fuck the rain, man. Yeah, it's, it's been raining a lot. Stupid. It's grating on me a little bit. Yeah, just want to, you know, walk outside, hang outside, cook outside, anything outside. And mm-hmm. and it hasn't been. Warm, warm either. Nope. It's been pretty cool, cold. We had a couple of warm days yeah, recently, but yeah, yeah. But when it's been raining, it's been like fifty-five and fucking raining. Which yeah. it's just been just like raw miserable. and just like I don't want to be. Outside. I would be okay if it was sixty-five and raining. Like oh, I mean, it'd be better. Yeah, it wouldn't Facts. be okay. But Facts. Yeah, yeah. it's been. I've just been watching a lot of movies and a lot of TV too, though. Yeah, me too. Nothing wrong with that. Saw Endgame. It was good. Did not. I was, think I'm going to see it tomorrow. So. Really good. I have remained. Don't see the new Spider-Man trailer because it's got spoilers in it. I have been remained completely spoiler-free, which is pretty good. I saw it. I I liked it a lot. My kid fell asleep. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Fucking shit. I saw it in a theater like the Saturday that it came out, and it was one of the worst movie experiences I've had in a while because there was a newborn baby crying for half the movie. Hmm. Fuck. Guess what? Was it at Showcase Showcase North? North. 7.30. Yeah, a kid that I work with actually was at one the day after it came out. With a, he was probably in the same, same theater, theater as me. Oh, That's great. That? Oh, and and it and he said what? that they kept the baby in there for like half the movie before they pulled the baby out. Mm-hmm. It's the same baby. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's and that's re- that and there was the about there was that? a couple six year olds behind me repeating every single word of the movie to the yeah, mo- through, for that, most the, of the movie. That I can not as yeah. no, not nearly as bad yeah. as a newborn baby crying. That's you can't just, tell a six year old to shut up when they're having a blast. And, yeah. But like, what kind of parent? Yeah, you, first of all, brings a baby to a three fucking hour long movie. You have to be out of your goddamn mind. 
It's somebody with a fresh baby. Like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. You I get somebody to watch the baby. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Or you don't go to the movies. Or you don't go to the movie. Yeah. Even just going into that, my level, maybe because I'm a regular human being, my level of enjoyment is already compromised. Even if the baby didn't oh, yeah. make a peep. Like, it's still just like, oh, shit. You're, you're constantly worrying work. about the baby. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so stupid. It's dumb. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Getting irrationally angry about that. I wasn't even there. No. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, no thank you. No thank you for that. Good movie, but bad experience. I did just watch Captain Marvel because I wanted to see that before I watched like a crappy stream of a a pirated version. Just because I heard it was pretty okay. I liked it. It Yeah, it was good, but I got what I needed out of it, which was Mm -hmm. like the story to move on to the last one. You didn't need to see it. You didn't really need to. I know I didn't need to, but I had seen all... 20 whatever movies 20 in succession them, yeah. up to that point so I wasn't gonna just not like I went to see Black Panther before I saw yep. Infinity War so I feel like I had to do the same for Captain Marvel which whatever yeah. I definitely didn't need to see it but it was, I wanted it was to. good yeah 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 I, I've, I've been kind of on this weird zombie binge I've been watching because I the new show Black Summer came out on, on Netflix and it's a new zombie? zombie show, yeah. Show, yeah. I saw the trailer. I didn't think I knew it was a zombie show. Though. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I I watched the first episode and it was really intense. It made me Kenny would be shitting his pants. It's really intense. All right. And the, then I I googled it and found out it was in the Z Nation uh, series, and then realized that that show is on Netflix as well. So I just started watching that, and, and I've watched hmm. two full seasons of that now. Jesus. Um, so I was kind of on a weird zombie kick. Which led me to uh, think I should try Days Gone. Oof. And I've heard some decent stuff about that game. I'm not there, it's not. It's not. Some, there's nothing wrong. With I expected that game. it to be very bad. It's not very so, bad. It's way more of a stealth game than I thought it was going to be. Like you're sneaking up behind a bunch of zombies and pressing triangle a lot in that game. Oh. Um, so you're like solid sneak. A little bit, yeah. Somebody did um, actually say it was like Metal Gear Solid, the zombie but game. But you're also you're weirdly tied to your motorcycle, and your motorcycle is very gimped at the beginning of the game just to kind of artificially keep you in the same area, uh, which is kind of annoying. And Like gimped like you run out of fuel? Or? Yes, you run out of fuel, oh, okay. and you're, it gets broken, and you have to pick up scrap from cars and stuff and fix it, and... Yeah. See, Thankfully, like every gas yeah. game, that kind of stuff sounds really fun to me. <laughs> Same to me. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, there's uh, there's infestations of zombies. They have these weird like hives, and you have to go clear them out. Uh, basically, you light them on fire, and a bunch of the dudes run out, and you have to shoot them. Um, it's really easy to get swarmed by zombies uh, because as soon as they know where they are, they're going to sprint fast. towards you. They're fast, exactly. Um, there's like these little weird trailers <laughs> that have. Uh, it's like Nito or something like that. I can't remember the exactly Nero. Nero. They're like before the infection took over. They were like the quarantine zones or whatever. And you can unlock those as like safe houses that have a bunch of like upgrade paths. It's got like a full upgrade tree. It's kind of like if you combined. <laughs> so sounds like State of Decay yeah, and Dying Light mixed together. If you took The Last of Us and Far Cry and mixed them together and made it a boring story uh, and threw in Rob right. Zombies. <laughs> and yeah, with zo- like, well, yeah, kind of. Uh, so, so the the storyline's pretty basic. Those it's, are the quick ones, right? Yeah. The freakers is what they're no, called. No, no, but I mean, the didn't Rob Zombie make a movie about zombies that are quick? It was uh, like House of Thousand Corpses. Uh, no, that was uh, that 
That's 28 days later, I think. Yeah, that's, that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah. about. I don't think Rob Zombie has anything to do with that. Sorry, yeah. my joke failed then. Okay. I still like calling them Rob Zombies. <laughs> yeah. They're called Freakers in this game, which sounds really stupid. That's very stupid. Um, that is... So you're playing a... <laughs> freaker. You're playing the, the Deacon St. John, who's this biker dude. It starts off with a shitty cutscene where he basically puts his wife on a uh, helicopter who she's injured and then says... Uh, they can only take two of us. If I leave my friend here, he's going to die. I'm going to put you on the helicopter and help my friend, and I'll meet up with you later. And then she disappears. It goes 700 days later, and you find out that that whole camp went missing, and there's you have no idea if she's Jesus. alive or dead. Is he wicked important? Like, no. why was there a helicopter? Uh, well, there was, like, the last people out trying uh, to save. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, and they only had room for two people or something. Yeah. It was a stupid story. Um <laughs> And he's basically in this motorcycle gang, and that's his buddy. Um, and then the game starts off. He gets hurt right away, and you're basically doing errands for him. You're getting a bunch of bandages and coming back to your base. And Wait, so he's in a motorcycle gang, yet his motorcycle starts breaking down like immediately when you start playing well, the game? What, well, your real motorcycle <laughs> gets stolen in the first... Like, you break oh, something. Oh, okay. You'll right. have to get a new right. fuel, fuel canister or something like that. So not a plot hole. Um, and then you come back and somebody's stolen your bike and stripped it for parts. So you okay. start off with a scrap bike. All right. Makes um, more sense. Yeah. It's a video game thing. Like, yeah. It, and it's it seems fine. Like, you go to these little small settlements. You can trade stuff in there. You can do all the things you do in, like, one of those games. Um, you're tr- ever, for every zombie you kill, you take their ear. And that's a currency. And you can return their ears for money to buy things. Just that, what everybody wants when there's nothing but zombies around. Freaker ears. Yeah. Freaker ears, ears yeah. man. Freaker ears. Um, yeah. Basically. So the story didn't seem like it was going anywhere. I played it probably for about six hours or so. I rented it for a couple days from Redbox. Uh, Smart move. Um, I read later on that the story is 60 hours long. Holy shit. And I was immediately happy that I had stopped playing it uh, because the character is basically unlikable. Like he's just a dick. Just an asshole. Always just like he, he's pissed off all the time. He's just your typical stupid fucking biker dude. Like wannabe Sons of Anarchy kind of, but not as cool as the main character. And neat. Yeah, and it seems like that you literally just go, oh, the, t- the little town you started off with, the little camp that you're helping raise, there's two more of them. And each time you just forget the previous camp and just move on and then just move on again. It's, so it's just like literally you're, there's no reason to play the game. Does it have it's like similarities to State of Decay? Cause it I didn't really play State of Decay. Sounds so like it. I mean, less strategy management type stuff, but mm-hmm. like there's crafting and like leveling up and stuff, yeah. right? I mean, it has like... Yeah, it's. I think every game almost has that now. Yeah, that's, right? that's the, true. The even even non RPGs, yeah, exactly. it just feels. Yeah, it I don't feels know. It, okay, it, it sounds like I would like to try it because I'd just, already know I wasn't going in for the story. So yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't there's know. nothing remarkable about it. And how's like the controls, like the combat? It, it systems? handles well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're limited. The weapon durability they ha- has basically like Zelda weapon durability. Uh, so every every Sounds weapon like you pick up, every weapon you pick up, you get like four or five swings with it usually before it breaks. Ooh, that sounds annoying. And you have to unlock In a zombie game. 
You have to unlock the ability to repair it, and then you can repair it after that. But it takes like a lot of scrap, and you have and to then find you can't scrap. carry that much scrap, probably. Yeah. yeah, and then you you literally get through like you can carry five bandages at a time, but you're always seeing like stuff to heal with. So there's no reason to ever just not be fully healed in this game because you're yeah. always coming up upon stuff, and you hit your limits so fast that you're just leaving a lot of it behind. It feels kind of weird. Like, yeah. I mean, it was okay. Like I said, like I, I didn't feel compelled to finish it. It was more felt more like a collectathon, and the story wasn't pushing me through. It looks nice. It plays pretty good. Like the driving the motorcycle feels like weighty, like it should feel. Um, That's cool. It, like it, it looks pretty good. Like the characters are, are well acted. Like the voice acting is really well done. It's just I don't like the characters, so it's I don't want to yeah. be with them anymore. It doesn't seem terrible. Yeah, no, it's just it's fine. It wasn't it wasn't worth. Finishing. Yeah, the basically, yeah. It's like I don't have enough time for a fine. Anymore. Exactly. It's like, and and it's, then if it was fifteen hours, I might have pushed through it. Or right 20 now, hours. I have enough time for fine because I haven't really figured any. Like but I haven't. Sixty seen hours is to too long. Yeah, that's yeah, that that, that is like it's if it was long. like a twenty-five hour thing and you could finish it in a three-day red box span, yeah. that seems like a better idea than yeah. sixty hours of meh. Yep. But. Bleh. Right, Kenny? I don't even Speak, have a PlayStation. Speaking so of play. zombies. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I've been playing a little game uh, called Magic the Gathering Arena. Ooh. Yeah. Got Zombie su- deck? Is got that the, suckered into that. Is that the new I like, think it's the newest one. I don't thing. know. It's That's probably yeah, the talking newest. about. I think it's the, It's going to be the sequel to Magic the, success- the Gathering Online. Yeah, right? yeah. The success. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. Basically, it's like the, as new sets are released, they just digital copies of the, like, the active sets, and it goes back a couple... Um, but yeah, fuck magic. Game is yeah. fun. Game is great. Do you do you get the cards permanently, or do you just yeah. get everything? You don't get everything. So you, you have to you, buy packs. Okay. If you you can like waste sure. money, it's like, just digital real magic. Life. Yeah, but it's just exactly. It, you get a bunch of pre-made decks. Fun things about magic, though. You get you one. Of the, you get a bunch of pre-made decks. Like as you level up, basically, like they give you five monocolored decks. You get sure. a black, red, blue, oh, white, that's cool. and that's how you start. And as you play those. You level up, and as you get to level thirty, you get a bunch of multicolored decks. Are you playing other players for this, or yeah, I'm only playing the, uh, ranked. Okay. I, I'm just haven't played like non-person. It, is there like a locked queue hopper for just pre-made decks? Or no, you, okay. there's there's a construct those? there's constructed, right? And then there's draft. So you can go and play draft players. So have you just been drafting? No, I've just been doing constructed. I have a mono red aggro deck that I just stomp with. Oh really? It cost me like how? No money to make. Oh, so did you look online and find like something dope, I or mean, did you just, like, just look at the cards you had and I made something? I went through the the color. I knew how, like I've played red decks before. Right, and I was right. Like, I need... <laughs> but you keep up with the sets, I guess, is what I'm I haven't asking. Because like, I went, magic like, if like, I if I had like twenty packs of cards and got a bunch of red cards, it would take me probably a little while to figure out how to make. You something need, yeah, and it's in something like that. They're super specific. Like you get. This many creatures, this right. shocks, lightning strikes, whatever. You just load the deck with dumb shit that blows stuff up. Right. Okay. You don't have anything of substance. Like yep. nothing costs more than three mana. Yeah. And you just fucking pound. If it gets past like turn ten, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds all right. Yeah. Usually you don't though, because it's just like oh, magic. three fucking damage, three fucking damage. So, uh the new set, the the one that just came out though. Was that War of the Spark? Yeah. Lots of fucking Planeswalkers. Yeah, there's one in every pack. Yeah, it's fucking... Not every pack, but almost. I every. thought there was one in it. No? There's not. I no. thought it was every pack. There's a lot of them. And, and they're not... There's a lot of them. They're not the rare, or they're not even mythic, or like... They're just like uncommon cards. Yeah. 
and they That's don't have crazy. like an add-on ability. They're like super short lifespan. They have like six health or whatever, and you get to use their ability, and then they die. Oh, they don't have a plus counter. They have no plus counter. That's fucking dope. So you can have like so they this... just made planeswalkers real cards. Yeah, there's uh, like an Elspeth fucking control deck that just like has like seven planeswalkers out right now, and it's the most annoying thing to run into yeah. if it's like if it works. Does That's it? A, does it overcomplicate the game? Like, was the, was not a lot many? of people are playing it. Okay. Like, not a lot of people are playing. There are some people who play with a lot of planeswalkers, but the newer ones, all they do is like put a one-one counter. You know what I mean? Sure. Or like, okay. it's nothing. It's almost like an enchantment. That yeah, does something. kind of. All right. It's. I mean, it's still better because every turn you get to do it, and it makes right, you. But if it was like an enchantment, like during your upkeep, you got a one-one counter. Yeah, but it has a health to it that somebody yeah, can kill. I just ignore them for the most part, except for... I was never a huge fan of Planeswalkers. Oh, some of them are so good. The, yeah, the newest... Uh, what's the black one? The black chick. Oh, uh... Fuck's her name. She's so strong. Oh, wow. Why can't I think of her name? Uh, Lillian. Oh, Liliana. L- yeah. That, right? I what, think... Liliana? Yeah, something. something. Like it's, she it's fucking yeah. She fucking destroys your whole board, and like you, you get to keep one non-land and one land permanent as that's her ultimate oh, ability, and it's just like Jesus. Yikes! Fuck. And then the, there's a new black card that uh, you can enchant a planeswalker or a creature, and if they die, they get returned to your hand instead of going to your graveyard. Yeah, that sounds annoying. so. People will play this deck and just fucking put that card on it, and then you can, doesn't matter how many times you kill it. Just keeps coming back and it's counters every time you do her upkeep. Oh. It's counters. It's just, she's the worst. It sounds, wow. sounds like magic. Yeah, that's it's awesome. fucking. It's really good. Yeah, that I wish they cool. released that on iOS. I would one thousand percent play it. I didn't play it for a while, and then one of the dudes Apple that I play World of Warcraft was like, "I've been playing a lot of Magic." I'm like, "Yeah, how much money you waste?" And he's like, "So much money." I'm like, "Dude, don't do that. What's wrong with you?" But. Well, um, does the draft thing still work on like the ticket system? Where you no, you pay. There's like currency. There's like diamond, gold, whatever. Like different currencies. You the diamond currency, you buy, and then you get to play draft until you lose four times in a row, and then you have to repurchase and to play like draft. Got it. So you can play basically forever, and if you win like three, four games, you get you rewards. Get you get like six pack. You get, yeah. you get the currency, and you get like six packs, three right. packs. So um, if you play well, you don't have to. Play if you get stomped three games in a row, though, then you get sick. nothing and you wasted you know fifteen bucks. Sure, but you yeah. still get some of the cards. I'm you assuming. get the packs. You get the right. you get the six packs that you get for starting to draft. Right. So, so you didn't really waste it because you're getting cards out yeah, of it. You get some cards. So they've they've kind of adopted the, heart, <laughs> the Hearthstone thing. Yeah, and you and get um, to magic. You get that's I don't even amazing. know what the word is that they call for it, but they're basically like blank cards, mm. and you can unlock whatever whatever. Fuck me, the the card rarity, oh, whatever. Like, like you can get yeah. rare, uncommon, yeah. you know, mythic. You oh, get so you just get like you get like a blank one that you can uh, trade, you trade in, in to for make, one of your choice. Make, yeah, exactly. Nice. And there's no like sharding or dusting cards and like creating new ones. You either buy them or you have the random shit. Oh, too. so you could like hold on to those until had, yeah, you like need so... to use one for like a deck that you're building or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's that's. Can you keep as many as you want, or is there like you, a there's a max deck size, but you can also uh, save like the the information and like. Save it into like a something into a folder somewhere. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Delete them, bring yeah. them back. Yeah. So, but I think it's sixty decks, which is a ton. That's like I'm never absurd. gonna get there. I think I've made mm-hmm. two. Yeah, sixty mm-hmm. seems high. It's a lot. Uh, with Prime too, you, you got like a free. I got a free red uh, white deck from the last uh, last set. 
They're just like a pre-made, so I like the pre-mades anyways. I think they're fun. Yeah, yeah they're always they're real fun. fun. Yeah. That's pretty much the only way I play Magic is with pre-mades now, because I don't yeah, have time to do time like anything. Right. Oh, I'll buy right. this pre-made deck for like 15 bucks or whatever no. it is. As or, long as you're playing against somebody else with a pre-made deck, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, that's why the but dual decks are part, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Paired dual decks up. are great. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. those are wicked fun. Yeah, that's kind of why we stopped playing Magic, because there's just like we would play Constructed, and we kept getting better and better and games and figuring out like how it all worked and we're like oh we're just gonna keep buying and honing this until you make a deck that no one wants to play and and then it costs too much money and fuck it yeah, yeah. and you're buying individual <laughs> cards instead of just buying yeah oh, yeah. You're buying, yeah you're buying that at one point yeah. four yeah. copies of forty dollars a yep. card that costs forty dollars yep. yeah that was like my mono green deck that's just like oh I love six bringing out some like twelve mana shit for fun. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. And then you play that once against someone, and then that someone is like, "Yeah, I'm never playing you again." I don't so, play this game sorry. Anymore. And you're like, well, "What the fuck did I spend all this money?" <laughs> I, on? I got into Magic early enough that I had enough like high end cards that had like huge value that I was able to continue that on throughout the time that I played Magic. So it's like you know. This dual land ended up being worth $150, so I'd just trade it for all the cards I needed for, you know, that's entertainment for, yeah, that's dope. for like, the big components of a deck that I wanted to play, like, in a tournament, and I just kept going from there, which was kind of mm. lucky, but it's really hard to start from scratch in Magic. Yep. It's really fucking hard. It's a really steep learning curve. Like, yeah. Yeah. How's the UI? Uh, yeah. Did you ever play Magic online? Because it was it fucking was terrible. Shit. It was uh, I so shit. I played one of them. I played like Battle of the Planeswalkers or something. Yeah, those looked the, fine. Those were the like mm. Xbox and PC. No, yeah, like, they were. Those had like nice animations. And those shit. were just those, very Those weren't against people, though. That no, was, no. Like, yeah, it was, it was, was AI, yeah, yeah, it was very directional on mm-hmm. how yeah. you could play that game. The actual one You couldn't even people. really build a deck from scratch, I think, from those games. Not really, no. Maybe At least not the early on gave you that one that I played gave you like pre-made decks yeah like, yeah 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 you, yeah. you could unlock them yeah and they had like challenges and uh, the UI's like that. fine um once in a while you'll have some connection issues mm. uh usually it happens before the game even starts so it's like you can't connect with the person so it just draws you and you search again the search is like 10 seconds in your yeah, game when did it launch i have no idea I think it's, it's still in beta isn't it i have no idea I don't think it's like out out yet. I could be wrong, but um, so it is pretty new. It's the one oh, I it's recently. Stupid. Yeah, heard it's been about. in like a, okay. It was in a different beta stages. Like it was like a invite only. That's thing. exciting. I, think I, ho- I hope it does open. well because I'd like to see it on platforms that I own. Mm. Like play that on Switch. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be cool. Would you need the mouse and keyboard? You think for the no, if you UI? Can, if you have a touchscreen, you'd be fine. Touchscreen's fine. Yeah, there's nothing nice difficult. It's like Hearthstone. Yeah. It's just yeah. tap to tap. Tap, double pull tap, it out, tap, like slide yeah. it out to throw it on the board. Yeah, um, for like when you have the selecting, like where things go and stuff, you just get an arrow and it's like oh, attack planeswalker, attack oh, yeah, car. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, nothing crazy. Um, it stops like if you have a spell that can be cast like at, at an instant that can happen whenever or something with flash or whatever, uh, it stops. And you have to like say I don't want to do that. So like yeah, yeah, it, it like kind helps you learn the rules better. But it also kind of gives away your hand a little bit. Too. Yeah, because so, they so know you have an instant. They know in you have hand. something that can be cast. I mean, I guess that's the only way to do that. I though. think it like, stops every. You always have to pass priority, don't you? No, oh, if only only if you can. If you can't do anything, it'll just resolve. It'll instantly go over to the next turn. That's but I don't kind of weird that they would do that. Hmm. Yeah. They shouldn't. They should have it the same whether or not you have. Yeah, an I thought the old way was you always had to pass priority. That, that makes more sense. Yeah, regardless of if you can do anything or not. Right. You have to end your turn. Right. Yeah. But it's weird. 
if say you're you know before a attack phase or even after right. if you're blocking and you want to sacrifice you know what I mean like sure so you know so usually you know I mean it's a lot of people the meta is very just that it's very meta so there's people playing control white control blue you know mm. zombie decks like there's not like anything out of the ordinary usually that you see it's all very kind of pre-made mm. this is what we're playing right because it's, it's good exactly yeah so I'm, you know, mid-tier, like, gold, and it's just like, well, I'm going to stomp yeah, or... pretty much playing everything and everything. <clears throat> I'm going to stomp or I'm going to lose, and I don't really care. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not spending money on it. Sounds fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. Magic's cool. Magic's wicked cool. Mm-hmm. The best two-player game? Probably. Mm. It's pretty good. A lot of fucking variation and a lot of history. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a, a million just like regular card games yeah. and two-player games too, though. Yeah, I was pretty, pretty pumped when I heard that they were doing that Planeswalker thing. I was like, that's fucking rad. Yeah, the new set's cool. That's rad. There's a lot of cool cards in it. I just remember listening to like the Mark Rosewater podcast when he was like, just like so fucking excited about what they were making like in the future. Because they're like <laughs> design processes. They're working like... You know, super far, probably ahead, yeah. three years ahead of time, four years, like in terms of like their initial like discovery and design before they're like polishing and yeah, doing yeah. all that shit. And then he just get like wicked excited, like oh, you, you have no idea, like it's crazy. <laughs> I love magic. Ah, it's like oh fuck, you little man, you little excited <laughs> rich man. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, well, I guess while we're on the top of card games, I'll go to my. T- Sort of card game that I've been playing, which is SteamWorld Quest. I had no idea this was coming out. Yeah, new SteamWorld game. It's on Switch, right? Yeah, yeah. And as is the theme with all of their games, they just make a different fucking game completely yeah. in the universe, which was weird. Um, so this one's a basically it's just a JRPG sort of, but it's like loosely built around deck building. Mm. Um, so the way it works is you get, uh, it plays like a, you know, 2D JRPG. You're just walking around and you get in encounters. Um, and you have an eight card deck for each pl- uh, player in your party, which is cool, especially for beginners, because the biggest problem with people and deck building games is they just want all of the good cards, right? In their deck, they're just like, that's the first beginner's mistake. Is like, oh, this is good. I'm putting it in my deck. Oh, this is good. I'm putting it in my deck. Then there's too many cards in the deck, and you don't fucking draw any of them. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest, dumbest thing that people do. So this limits it to eight, um, which is not a lot of fucking cards. So, no. <laughs> um, and depending on how many people are in your party, that's how big your deck is. So if you have two people, you start the game with two people, so you only have sixteen cards. When you get three people, you have twenty-four. Uh, math. Uh, so you draw whatever you, you there. It's not, it's not really a fucking deck building game, but it is. Uh, so you get into these fights, right, with like a big dude or like a few dudes. Uh, you'd get presented with a hand of cards, uh, and then you play the cards, and it works like any other fucking card game. There's uh, like a currency, an economy where you're earning, you know, mana. In this, it's uh, whatever steam bucks, steam points. Pressure, steam power. pressure, steam power. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. It's represented by little cog wheels on the top of the screen. Uh, so you have cards that give you steam power. They're not printed. Doesn't say like it gives you steam power, but ones that don't have the little cog cost in the top left corner uh, generate you steam. Uh, and then you have 
ones that have a cog cost and those ones use steam uh so yeah the basic premise is like you know fucking any other deck building game you're playing cards that give you a currency and then you're playing ones that use it um there's a gotta have a balance yeah there's a the first dude's like a physical attack guy the the lady that you're with is like a magic lady that can do shields and fire spells and you eventually unlock shit that like buffs her magic damage and all that fun stuff uh then you also get rewarded for you can equip a weapon on each character and if you play three cards from that character on the same turn you can only play three cards per turn if you play three of the same cards on your turn you get to use their weapon which is just another card so it encourages you to like try to combo up um three cards of the same character and the way you do that is you can discard and draw two cards per turn whenever you want which is handy um especially when you get a bunch of cards in your hand you can't play because there's a like a cog a steam cost to them so that's cool it helps mitigate that by letting you discard and draw and the magic bitch has a spell that uh lets you draw an extra card the next turn which is cool or the next few turns um that's pretty neat and then you unlock a healer man uh that can heal and do buffs and debuffs and there's also combos you can do across characters where it's like hey if you play this character's card first and then play this you can like synergize yeah um but it's all very light and it's not very hard Um, (laughs) is it like uh magic and hearthstone where like you as a player have a total health and nope no nope it's just it 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 plays like a just a just generic ass jrpg pretty much but you're okay. using cards okay yeah uh, instead of attack know, points hp or, and yeah. mp yeah um so it's i don't know we'll see it's pretty good it's fun it's like i don't know how i feel about it yet maybe it's just easy it's fucking easy and simple which is nice because it's not so crazy mm. uh, but I haven't found it particularly like engaging or it hasn't really tested me yet in a way that so I'm, I'd probably like it because I don't play as much you would like fucking me. love it yeah. yeah I'm not saying you're a baddie but it's just like it's it's really like streamlined and simple and mm. it's definitely good for they, they they made it with you know a broad audience in mind which is smart um, the storyline and the writing are just fucking stupid mm. uh i don't know i mean the stories <laughs> may be fine i'm not really following it the writing is annoying it's like uh, an attempt at humor is maybe being too generous to call it uh it's fucking corny and just uh, it's awful <laughs> it's just great zombie a little bit but it, yeah it's still it's it's fun it's a fun thing i've got maybe three or four hours in it probably um i just play it in bed for like 45 minutes and then fall asleep while i'm playing it and then play it again the next night wake up with your switch underneath you i have it mounted on a snake thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> i got one of those actually they're amazing it's awesome i had one and it broke yeah huh. it's just the joy cons are so bad i just i can't stand yeah, using them in my terrible mine like drifts do you use the like, pro really controller weird. yeah mine doesn't yeah. stay in the switch anymore like the left one just slides out so i can't ah. hold it by the joy con anymore perfect yeah perfect Fun. So yeah, SteamWorld Quest. I need to play more of it to have an actual opinion on it. Right now, I, it's I'd say it's like right in the middle, like a three out of five type of gig. Mm. It's like it's fucking solid. It's nothing earth shattering, um, but it's cheap and it's fun. And uh, yeah. Speaking of cheap and fun and on the Switch, 
I finally decided to bite the bullet and buy West of Loathing, mm. which is a uh, turn-based RPG that's all stick figures and has a very good writing style and sense of humor to it. Yeah, I've been meaning to play that for like two years. Yeah, I saw Never a little bit of it. it. It's funny. It's really like, funny. I, I laughed <laughs> a um, bunch of times. So it's it's all literally all stick figures. Um, it's like side scrolling. It's it's kind of like JRPG style as well, where you're it's turn based combat and stuff like that. There's lots of upgrade paths and stats to and things to upgrade as you play it. Um, there's grinding and whatnot. I've I've played probably two and a half two hours of it or so. Um, just enough to get past the tutorial area and like start the first thing. It seems really cool. Um, it's really I, I'm just play it to laugh. It really like it's just it has a really good sense of humor to it. The it doesn't. It doesn't. One cool thing about it, it doesn't look like cumbersome. It's very yeah. simple to play. So it's like that coupled with the fact that you're reading a bunch, but yeah, it's pretty quick. It has like to almost like a text like, adventure like calculator game thing going for it because it's so simplified. Yeah, like you fast like travel to one place and it's like you found this during your travels and it just gives you rewards. Like exactly. Yeah, it's, it it looks cool. And yeah, it, I'd be curious to see what you think when you get a little further in. Yeah. But fuck yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um. In the spirit of talking about games that we haven't really played enough to talk about. <laughs> just, this is just a seg battle. Awesome. <laughs> um, <A> seg I, battle. <laughs> I um, played a... I'm so excited about this game. I can't wait to play more of it. I found it on Steam in the new release thing. Uh, it's a game called Descenders. It's a fucking... Oh, yeah, that's on uh, Xbox is Game it? Pass. Oh, right perfect. Now. I'm done yeah. with oh, fuck. Well, I won't talk too much about this because you guys will probably play it next time, but it's a uh, it's a fucking roguelike downhill mountain biking game. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It's fucking great. I, I, I played a few runs of it, actually. It's fucking I didn't play a lot amazing. of it. looks incredible. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like... Are you shitting me? Like this is it was like some like breakbeat fucking Euro sound thing with like dudes doing backflips on fucking bikes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this looks like a like a Red Bull the game game. Like, it it really does look rad. like a Red Bull iOS game. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna I just started reading the Steam reviews and it's it, they were like really endearing and I was like, hmm, this seems cool. I'm gonna give it a fucking whirl. It was eighteen bucks. Um they just just came out of early access on like Tuesday or Wednesday where they added multiplayer. So you start like in a giant fucking like skate parkish, not skate park, but like an outdoor mountain bike park type thing where there's just like a bunch of people randomly connect and are riding around or whatever. Uh, and then you start your run. And the way the game controls is with the right stick is like it's like a skate. Like you hold down and up to like bunny hop or whatever or to like preload your jumps. Um, and then when you're in the air, the right stick like like tweaks your bike, so you can just like tabletop or like turn your. your oh, it's like kind of like ollie ollie too, right? Yeah, you can turn like your tail end around uh, to do that. You can do flips and um, whatever shit like that. Uh, but then when you're riding, you can also use the right stick, left or right, to like to spill your back end out mm-hmm. to swing it like out. Drifting, the tur- yeah, because there's these huge berms, right? So like if you if you like. Like slide your end out and then get into the berm. You can like carry tons of speed. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the thing that's just fucking incredible about the game is the speed. It's so fast. It's, it's like so ridiculously fast. fast, and it feels so good <laughs> the way the shocks and everything work, and the way you can like 
like drift into turns and like because if you fuck it up you like go so far over the berm and you get all mangled and stuff uh but when you time it right like you just like sink into these things and you get a nice rhythm uh and there's like the uh, little whoop sections and you can like lean back on the bike to like yeah. keep your spring like fucking loaded <laughs> the right it's like it's it's so good the controls are so good uh and you get health points right you start with excuse me five health points and whenever you bail you lose a health point um and your goal is to get to the end of these runs they're like anywhere from like i don't know 25 seconds to like you know a couple minutes um and if you get to the bottom without falling you don't take any health points and then you can go on to the next run and then you go to like you haven't played slay the spire yet but you go to like a top down view like that where it's like all the branching paths you can choose to Hmm. to go uh in each like node on it is like oh steepness like difficulty this thing um and you play enough of the nodes you unlock a boss <laughs> a boss node or whatever that has a boss jump and you have to fucking like rip down that's this crazy dope. course that sounds um, interesting and then you have to do like a predetermined stunt over like a set jump and land it and then finish the level and that's how you uh clear that uh zone and then you move on to the next uh like uh area yeah the next area like the next uh set for the i can't think of the like environment yeah yeah uh the next environment um and it's way fucking harder um (laughs) and by completing it i think three times through the first one uh you unlock a shortcut like spelunky style where Uh you can start on the next like thing it's fucking crazy. It seems that seems awesome. And you unlock perks. I didn't realize it had the roguelike elements to it. Yeah, you unlock perks mid-run like cards, but they're like crew members or whatever, right? So they like cool. they'll make the trail wider or like put more jumps on the course. <laughs> <coughs> it's so fucking strange. It's like I mean, it's on Game Pass. I'm trying it, dude. So. It's so oh, yeah. cool. I, I I found out about it because the developers did an AMA on. Read it uh, on on the Xbox subreddit, and I and I read through it, and I was like, "Wow, they're pretty into their game right now." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They are very into this game, which it doesn't like. If you watch a video, like a short trailer of it, it looks like it's a standard phone game. Yeah, but it's not sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the graphics are like they're fine. It run, the frame rate's amazing, and it it runs well, and it the, the, it handles cool. Like the bike looks cool. Um but yeah, it doesn't look. You wouldn't be like, "Oh, that looks fucking incredible." You can tell it's been made by like you know five, six dudes or right. something. Right. It looks like you yeah. can play it on a touch screen. Like that, that's. I, I'm not saying it looks bad. Right. I'm just saying yeah, it's simple. Like, yeah. Visually, like with like the, you know, the motion blur and shit that's yeah. happening. Like it looks like it's like a GT Moto yep. fucking excess yeah. like For sure. iPhone game. For so, sure. uh, yeah, it's it's surprisingly much better than what it seems. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing, they give you random uh, a random bonus goal for each little run down the node that you do, uh, and it's like, hey, do like two backflips or a three sixty or uh, one of them's cool. It uh, it's don't use the brake. That was <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, and there's another one that makes you ride in first person, which is at first person actually looks that's gonna really be cool. really difficult yeah it's fast <laughs> as fuck yeah um, I can, I'd probably be better at it I'm always better at first person thing for some reason but yeah to fucking check that out we can talk more about it but wow I'll check that I was out pleasantly surprised Descenders very happy nice. very happy and it fills that like extreme sports game niche because it has a really good trick system 
Yeah. It's actually fun. Like you can just like go up and the free thing and just like I'm gonna have like, to play this. Yeah, you're like, oh I'm gonna go up and like tabletop and like whip my tail out and then even it out and come down the curve and like it's dude, it's fun. It sounds fun. It's actually good. Actually hmm. good. Yeah. Anybody play anything else? Because I got fucking more shit. <sighs> I played I a mean, phone game. I played a few games. So <laughs> I'll I mean, obviously I was playing the division the last time we yep, podcasted. I, I got to the max level in that and then kinda just stopped playing. Yeah, I did I did a bunch of end game stuff. Uh I think the the mo so I, I guess I'll start with saying that like I'm done with the game just like the first one for the first year for the foreseeable future because they they kind of fucked a bunch of shit up again which is it's well the good thing is it's not the same stuff they fucked up in the first one which was lack of content the content is there uh they just like build quality is there's none like you can do a DPS build, and that's the only viable thing you can do for endgame content. Oh, yeah. So it takes all the skills, and it takes like tanking out of the equation. So it's it's not optimized enough for like the types of like progression that they yeah. have in the game. Uh, so uh, it's it's good, and it will. I'll, I'll play it again for sure when they fix the skill based stuff because I like using skills to my advantage, but. I did end up doing, like, at the end of playing it in endgame status, I we started hunting, like, hunters, which were enemies that were in the first one in, like, the underground DLC, like, the procedurally generated area that you could just go into and it would randomize a underground dungeon for you to roll through. And every now and then when you were in transition from one room to another, a set of hunters would... Or a single hunter would spawn in there. Extremely tough enemies that give really good rewards. Mm. Well, they changed that up in this game. So now you have to l- unlock, like, you have to go through, like, a series of puzzles to spawn the hunter, essentially. Okay. And and some of them involve riddles. So you have to, like, find, like, certain things in the open world map. That will lead you, like, one of them, like, it was, like, a six-part puzzle that ended up leading us to, like, this big quarantined building that we had to shoot certain windows out from the front face of the building in a certain order to spawn him, which was fucking dope. Right. Which is very cool. It's Destiny shit. It's it's Destiny Raid type of puzzle stuff, which... Is kind of nice in an open world game yeah. where you're not like running a raid and like worrying about doing that. It's like, hey, I kind of want to go do this and I know how to do it, so let's go do it. Uh, so it would spawn a hunter and uh, they're very fucking hard. They heal up all the time and they run away from you and they'll just start mowing down other people if they, because enemies will also try to kill the hunter too. Uh, but what's cool about it is if you kill him, you get that hunter's mask and there's like, so far, I think there's been 14 discovered in the game, and I think there's a lot more than that. Hmm. And sometimes the they take the riddles out of the game and put new ones in and then, like, put them back. Hmm. So it's like you can't always just go online and find this one and go do it because it might not be available to play yet in That's the cool. game. They're keeping it fresh. Yeah, so there was one where we had to go to this. Um, we ended up figuring out that we had to go to this little courtyard with a giant Christmas tree in it at night and go into the gift shop and hit three switches at the same time. And at, as we hit the three switches, one person had 
to start running around the Christmas tree in a circle. Like a train? And then we had to all go join him, and once we joined him, it spawns four hunters at the same time. Jeez. Which is absolutely impossible. We ended up killing two of them, but we still have to kill the other two. So there's... They've added some cool stuff that I never would have imagined they would have put in a division game, which was probably my favorite thing about it. Uh, but they need to work on end game content and build quality. I mean, you guys know what that shit's about. I've like, played it at all. Imagine so. if you were playing World of Warcraft and there was only one type of character you could make. That's basically how that works. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, not at no. all. No. So yeah, yeah, I haven't played it in like a month or that's, so. That's my division. I haven't either. Yeah. I, Have you unlocked the first raid yet? Uh, uh, it's it's soon. I think they actually delayed it. Um, <laughs> they they delayed it because of like the build problems they were. Like they've cool thing is they're not EA and they're not Bioware. So they acknowledge that the mistakes that they're making and they're like, yeah, so we're actually going to hold off on the raid because we want to fix all this stuff before we move into it. And, cool. and they acknowledge it and they have a roadmap for not only the entire game but also for like incoming fixes. Mm. And they actually started a test server that you could like oh, nice. access as a beta. It's There's zero progression in it. Like right. that it has nothing to do with the actual game but it allows people to go in and test out new ideas they have so when they actually do release their next update, they're not going to just get more feedback yeah, saying, well, yeah, that idea is great, but it fucking broke this. Yep. No, that's so, smart. yeah. So hmm. that's cool. Cool. Makes yep. sense. That's my Division 2 update. I'm sure I'll have plenty more for, for you in the next few years. But mm-hmm. I played a game on a phone called Photographs. Never heard of it. It's uh, the next game from the guy who made You Must Build a Boat. Oh, cool. Oh, so yeah, um, it's very different from those games. Uh, you start off and it's kind of like there's six different scenarios and each one tells a little story. Uh, the first one is like about a uh, a guy who's like an inventor, has a store and is trying to save his daughter's life. Yeah, and that he, sounds way fucking different. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> so um, the way it works is like it's kind of like an adventure game where you kind of have to hunt around the screen to find the thing you're supposed to be focused on. And when you find it, it'll launch like a specific puzzle to that type of game. Uh, so the first the first one is like a – I can't even remember the first one now. The second one was a <laughs> a um, like weird angle type of game where – oh, the first one was a sliding puzzle. That's what it was. So it would be kind of like – I'm trying to think of what you could compare it to. Where you guys ever played Chips Challenge back in the day Negative. on the Windows PC? It was like no. that weird. It sounds little... familiar, but I have no nope. idea. Um, well, you would push you push a rock or something, and it goes all the way to a wall, and you have to find the right way to get to fill out all the things. It's like that type of game. Yeah, it's like similar to one of those wooden slidey puzzle things. Or exactly like that, that type of picture. Yeah. So the first one was was uh, that, and then as you unlock the story in different parts of the story by uh, going through this like one image that you're kind of magnifying glassing on, it uh, unlocks a new puzzle, and there's like six of them, and you complete that story. And there's six of those stories, and they all have different type of puzzles on each one. Hmm. So the first one was the slidey thing. The second one is like a like an angle where you're like a pinball. You're you're launching a ball at, at certain angles that bounce off of things that hit other things and go into. So and each one has a different theme. It's really cool so far. It's like three bucks. Um, it's the looks the exactly the same as the. You must build a boat type of art style. It's all very pixelated and very 
charming in a way. Um, yeah, that's funny. I imagined it like a real looking. No, it's not at all. Um, <laughs> it's all just like that weird pixel, like Atari looking, but Got it. better. Huh? It was, it's pretty I cool. Pictured it like, like postcards. That's how I was imagining it. Oh uh, yeah, no. I mean, kind of like the way, like every time you hit a thing, it'll show a photograph and it kind of does like a photograph like that. Hmm. And it's like a highly detailed pixelated version of that. But it's, yeah, no. The thing it kind of looks most like would be that Flint Hook game. Do you remember that game? Yes. It looks similar to that kind of, like very pixelated style. Okay. okay. But it's good. It's I, I recommend it if you if you like those weird puzzle games. Phone game, I'm assuming. Phone game, yep. Yeah. I played phone game. Would you play, Ken? What? Would you play? Elder Scrolls Blades. Oh, oh yeah, I played that too. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very free to play. It's yes, <laughs> which is annoying, but um, it made me want to play Skyrim again. Yeah. This oh, really fuck yes. <laughs> so I started playing Skyrim. Get it on again. Switch. Uh, no. <laughs> Why? I mean, I just I get yeah. all the, the better mods. You have it on, on, you have P- on P- yeah, PC, PC anyways. Just re-download it, and there's probably new, cooler mods now. And the, the 4K, I mean, you didn't need one. It already looked insane with the mods that were yeah, there. Yeah, but the, it's not even the mods. It's like the water mod and all that good stuff. And, and trees. And yeah, just make, and, make everything look a little better. Yeah. Then you could put, like, a fucking brothel in your fucking I spent more time installing those mods and getting that thing than I actually did playing Skyrim on the PC. I played a lot of Skyrim on the PC. I played through it, like, two full times after beating it and, like, playing, like, 60 hours on the Xbox. I've mentioned to a lot of people buying Skyrim, because I've never played Skyrim. You should. I've mentioned to a lot of people buying it on the Switch, and every time they're like, well, if you haven't played it, just get it on the Xbox, because... It looks way better. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, and that, that seems the right move to make. But It's pretty cool, though. It'd be cool if you have it on the Switch, but I would... I mean, yeah, it sounds it, like it would be a cool game. It's also it not a game that you would just... forever to play, right? Yeah. Sounds like a cool game that you'd be able to play on but the I wouldn't, go. I but I wouldn't want to play it in handheld mode for very long, to be honest. Just right. because I holding the Switch like when you're using both joysticks is kind of annoying. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Yeah. Portable. Maybe like ten, fifteen hours, something. Yeah, I had a. I mean, I mean, it's functional, I'm sure, but I had a Skyrim resurgence at one point. Yeah, I played like fifty hours on the Switch for no good reason. Well, because <laughs> it's Skyrim, that's the good reason. Like, fuck it, play through it. Yeah, yeah that's good. Is, is that supposed to be coming out as like a full fledged console game or what? Blades? What, Blades? Yeah. No, it's made so, for mobile. Yeah, no, it's it's made for everything. Really? I thought it was just a mobile thing. Nope. It's going to be, going to be mobile, PC. Xbox, PC, PlayStation, oh, right. VR, and everybody is in the same world, even if you're playing on VR and the PC against somebody huh. on iOS. So it's it's all one world completely cross-play. That's, that's pretty cool. That's the draw for that game. That kind of sucks, though, because the PC version is going to, like, it's nice. It's pretty simplified, at least for what I've done on yeah. the phone. It's like nothing, you know, earth-shattering. Yeah. You run around, you tap things. It'd be right. a lot easier to play with a keyboard. Well, yeah, or a controller even, yeah. you know, it's just Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's going to work, but that was the big thing about the announcement of that game was that it was just like a, a free game for everything. So, it's going to be free for everything else too. I think so. <gasps> Wow, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, you that? scared the shit out of me more than my firework. neighbor just lit a firework off. Okay. Fuck me, dude. Oh, shit. That scared me a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. scared well, me. Well, I more saw than the that. firework and then yeah. the bang happened, and it was like, oh. Yeah, we're getting yeah we're getting invaded right now. So, so yeah, until episode yeah. sixty nine part three, Jeez. we'll see. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm awake that now. Happy Fourth. Yeah, but I think that was the big draw for Blades was that it was 
supposed to be completely cross I just hope platform. It's good on the computer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I did, I played a little bit of of it on the phone when it was like the beta was out and like it's okay. It was it looks great, great on the phone. That's sure. battery life though. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it does. I didn't play it long enough to figure that out, but yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool idea. It's free too, so and I think it'll be free on the other ones. I have no yeah. idea. I do want a new Bethesda Elder Scrolls the, game. The chess times are too long. Uh, I can't. Other than I actually can't wait for Rage Two next week. Speaking of Bethesda, yeah, I want to play that game. That looks awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for reviews before I buy up. it. But and I, I might did enjoy the first one, despite. Oh, I liked every- it. Did you like it? I liked it. It wasn't what I was expecting, and like as far as open worlds go, but I yeah. like I like a single player like linear story, so yeah. it works for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited to check it out. Yeah. It looks solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. It's made by the Mad Max people, so it should be pretty cool. Hurricane, mm-hmm. Hurricane, hey, man. All right, we got anything else we want to talk about? I know you got. Some yeah, I played time. fucking more strategy games because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I played Endless Space too. I okay. bought it. I don't know, probably two years ago. Yeah. I've uh, been playing a lot of strategy games lately. I've been playing Endless Legends, yep. which I've been enjoying a ton. So I was like, I'm feeling the space thing. I'm going to play Endless Space Love too. Endless stuff. Yeah, yeah, so far, <laughs> so far. Um, same company? Same company, yeah. Okay, it's, so uh, they start all their games with Endless, yeah, I'm assuming. I forget what they're called, Avalanche Studios game or studios, something. It's published by Sega, I don't know. Um, it's very confusing. Yes. It's a very confusing game. Uh, I found it a little bit harder to understand than Endless Legend. Uh, it's cool because it uses the same economy that Endless uh, Legend does. It's got the like influence points. Amplitude. Studios. Amplitude. That's what it is. Not Avalanche. Avalanche is the people that make Burnout, right? And they're making the new Rage game. I gotcha. Think. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so it uses the same uh, like currency system. You have like your influence points, your gold, your food, and your production, and your science. So it's the same shit. So all the symbols are the same, uh, which helps. So if you're familiar with that, um, that's cool. Uh, but you basically have, a, you know, you're in control of space. You have like a star map type of thing. Um, and on that star map, there are systems. And in those systems, there are planets. Um so you're trying to colonize these planets, and the planets have uh, different, uh, like temper, temperate qualities. There's like dry and arid and ice and all these things, uh, and you can only start settling like Earth-like settleable planets uh, to start. And then you're building, you know, uh, ships that go out and explore, and it works sort of like on a uh, like a railway system. You can't just like free explore space, so it's like a top-down 2D view of the galaxy with like like train tracks between the different mm. systems if that makes sense yeah like a like any old like nintendo game with a top-down map to like, get like from how one the, the world to another west of loading looked yeah. Like too. yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah like a super mario brothers yeah. three thing it's like oh move to the next level move yeah. to the next level uh yeah so it's that but move to the next system um so you're just trying to like colonize new planets, um, and it, I'm not going to go and get in the weeds with it because it's so fucking complicated. Uh, but the whole thing revolves around a tech tree, uh, where you have uh, you have like a trade and economy section where you can build like your gold boosting stuff, and you can set up trade routes, which are fucking ludicrously complicated, and I won't get into. Uh, then there's a military tree 
There's a science and exploration one, which gets you like new techs and terraforming shit, and you can start settling different types of planets. Uh, and then the other one is um, like system development or something. That's the one that does all these policies and gives you a bunch of influence points that you can use for like political stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it gets really complicated. All the planets you settle, there's Oh, that's where it gets really yeah. complicated. There's fucking different <laughs> there's different populations of aliens that come onto these planets and there's fucking elections that take place like every <laughs> 20 or 30 turns or something and depending on your like political alignments and like uh storyline choices, you you align differently with your like government policy. Do you get a like a I voted sticker and get to no. post it on social media? No, no you don't. No, no, no. That's okay. only us. <laughs> that's that's only this it's race. It's so stupid. Um but yeah, so you can pass laws which are uh like t- certain amount of turns or ongoing boosts that you can do to your um society that are really strong, but you kind of have to control your I didn't fucking try to control any of this. I was just voting for whatever the most popular thing. But depending on which <laughs> things you're choosing and what you're doing, you can start, uh, you know, passing laws that have to do with, like, boosting your production or science or whatever. So I ended up going for a victory condition <clears throat> my second time through where I didn't realize. I was going for a wonder victory where you have to build these things at the end. Um, what I didn't dawn on me the whole time. I wasn't, like, setting it up perfectly the whole time, like... Um, is that like civilization, like a Seven Wonders type thing? Kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the you, you <clears throat> get to the end of this tech tree, and then you have to build three wonders on three different star systems that you have. But you have to have really good production to do that. Uh, and in doing the quest for the faction I was playing, I did like heavy science to the point where my whole uh, population across all my systems converted to these weird science people. That's what I would do. Yeah. For sure. But all the laws I could pass were only science-based from then on, or, like, mainly Ooh. science-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, That sounds like lots of trade-offs yeah, like a strategy game is. Yeah, fucked me. Yeah, but you get leaders, and you can put leaders on ship fleets or on planets, and I started putting them on planets. Sounds and like a great Battlestar Galactica game. It's fucking solid, <laughs> it but it is cool. a fucking lot. Uh, um, and in addition to all this, I didn't even fuck with this on my playthrough, but there's military <laughs> stuff, and you're unlocking different... Ship hulls that take like either defensive like mods or attack mods, and you can outfit them any which way you want mm. and customize them any which way you want. Put any guns and all this shit, and there's 3D battles. And you can attack planets, and there's ground assaults and different tactics you can use to assault the planets. It's a lot. <laughs> yep. And then pop. You have to manage the population on the planets too. Like if they get overpopulated, you can start killing people. You can actually scrap them and turn them into military points. Just scrap people? <laughs> Scrapping yeah, yeah. people? Pretty much. <laughs> you just turn them into <clears throat> military, military points. points. <clears throat> Excuse and me. you haven't even used the military. No. So, so I got overpopulated. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to fucking do. So you build these space stations where you can load dudes up into like a port and ship them off to your newly discovered systems that have free population spots. All right. um, but yeah, I had started getting into talents that increased my happiness for my systems because they were overpopulated. <laughs> it's, it's fucking. It's a. It's like a plate spinning yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really stupid. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a Todd game. Yeah, and I ended do up. You, do you like to work from home after work? Pretty much. Then play this game. <laughs> pretty much. And then I ended up winning uh, accidentally by a win condition that I didn't mean to trigger. 
Oh, that's so why. Won. Oh well, I was cocked too, and I was like, <laughs> I was pissed because I figured I had enough to like finish the, enough turns to finish building these things. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna win. This is awesome. I did it, um, and then I won an economic victory before that. I was like, oh, cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I'm probably gonna play more of that because uh, it's like it takes fucking 15 hours, 20 hours before For one you run. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. I think part of those games you have to understand is just like you're just going to lose the first like two, three, four, five times you play because you just don't know what the fuck to do. But now it's like, oh, if I know going in, I'm going to go for a certain victory condition. I'm going to play to the strengths of like the the faction I'm using and then make choices to like, you know, go this specific uh, route to win the game. So Kenny farted. Uh, It's a good game. It, it, It fucking it. Did the space thing for me. It did the strategy thing. Um, I really just wanted to play Rebel Galaxy by the end of it. Yeah. It's a lot simpler and a lot uh, Making a second one easier. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then briefly, I'm going to talk on a game everybody should play because it's basically therapy. And it's $5. It's called Islanders. <coughs> Sorry, my throat is what fucking is it dry. It's on, uh, I think, just PC right now. It's another one that came out randomly. It was just on the Steam thing. I was like, it's fucking five bucks. It was on sale, I think, actually, when it launched. It was like 430 or something. I'm like, I'm an idiot if I don't buy this. It's fucking incredible. It's a strategy game, but it's like as simple, simple, simple as it possibly can be. You're making islands uh, with these predetermined uh, building sets. So you start off on an empty island. You have two choices of building sets. It's like, do you want the field pack or like the lumber pack? Uh, and the whole game, the only way you score points is by putting buildings down in proximity to other things. So like the lumber yard is good when you put it next to as many trees as you can. Mm. And then there's like another lumber building that counts how many like lumber yards, the things that count trees are around it. So the whole game is just like a zoning... It's like a city builder. Mm. Um, everything just has to do with zones. Um, and then once you hit like a little th- uh, score threshold, you like level up, and then it unlocks a new pack for you. So it'll be like, oh, a city pack. And it'll give you like mansions and houses, and the mansions get more points for being next to like the city center and being next to other mansions. Hmm. And you get like fountains, parks that get bonus points for going next to each other. And uh, So you basically just end up making all these uh, zones and it sort of happens like organically you get different unlocks as you go um, and you fill a little meter to beat the island and then you finish and you jump onto the next island and you start from scratch again basically Uh, but you start to learn like which buildings like being next to which buildings and then you actually start to like plan ahead because there's certain things like the circus that really likes being next to a bunch of houses highly populated but not next to mansions which usually have like next to each other in a city center so like you start building like a huge like housing area separate from your mansions because you're like oh, i'm gonna fucking put a circus there later i'm gonna put a market over here and the, the whole game is literally just putting shit next to shit and all you do is spin it you can rotate it with the mouse that's it and it looks, the graphics are just clean and simple it's so goddamn fun. It's like therapeutic. You're just dropping buildings down and getting points. Sounds like a lot for $5 or $4.30. It's fucked. It's yeah. fucked. I played like eight hours of it, and I'm going to play. I played, I'm assuming only on Steam I right now? I think it's only on Steam right yeah. now. Yeah. Does uh, it have an interface that could be a touchscreen? Yeah, it looks like a phone game. Yeah. yeah. But in a really good way. It's just really yeah, clean yeah. and simple and fun. Um, 
<coughs> but I, you're an idiot if you don't even check. Like, just check it out. If you have the means to play it on the PC. I'm like, not going to get it. That's fine, Kenny. <laughs> it's so good, though. He knew that, though. <laughs> he this, knew that. This Before is he good, started like, talking about the game. If, this is a good... This is not, like, a fucking brain burner. This is, like, just... It's so chill. It's yeah. so laid back. <laughs> we bought it for uh, G. She's 10. She fucking loves it. It's just... It's also so... good. good kids... It's an amazing strategy kids game. game. Yeah. All, all you do That's is cool. place buildings. That's yeah. literally all you do. Place buildings next to the buildings that the buildings like. That's <laughs> it. All right. That's literally it. <laughs> and they have a they have like a like a dome, like a dome radius around them. So some of them are big, some of them are small. Like you get these towers that like count like a fucking huge circle. So you put it like around like your city and you'll score like a fucking billion points. And you get water towers. They just patched it too this week. They put in new buildings. <clears throat> there's seaweed you can put out in the uh, water. Then there's like a whatever a seaweed building that does something. There's a balloon that floats like up above cities. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, you'll get further like into the run, and then you'll get stumped by buildings because you don't know how to plan for them. And then you're just like, oh well, fuck! I can't put this anywhere. I don't have room, and it just gets me negative points. Um, Islanders. So the next run is better. Yeah, fucking get it. Sounds cool. get it. Sounds cool. What yeah. time is it? I'm it talking is. about one more thing quickly. All right. Three I, minutes. I, I've got, I got something else. I you got something? Too. Yeah. Go. You want me to go? Yeah, go. Uh, yeah, so yearly update, uh, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> That's the only other game that I've played. Uh, they came out with their anniversary mm-hmm. update. Uh, game is a lot of fun now. Yeah. I mean, it I, it was a lot of fun back when I played it, but there just wasn't much to do. They, they released a lot of new stuff. Uh, arena mode, which is four ships of four people. Uh, not really a battle royale because it doesn't like shrink the area that you're in, but you're each of you ha- has one of the large ships, the galleon, and you are fighting for the most amount of points in a certain amount of time uh, by finding buried treasure on islands, killing enemies on other islands, bringing that loot back to like these sunken ships that are like in the middle of the ocean. Uh, but you also get straight up points for killing other players or or even landing one single cannonball on somebody else's ship. So it's a constant battle of like gaining treasure and doing damage to people and mm. like just, you know, like planning your attack. Uh it's it's cool. I'm not a huge fan of the PVP in that game just cuz it's hard cuz everybody needs to be on the same page in order to like pull some really cool shit off, but uh, it's a good start for like an arena mode for that game, uh, but they also uh, released a full-on story mode, full-on campaign, huh. which is I've done the first two parts, and there's nine of them. They call them the Tall Tales. So it's you're you're working on one Tall Tale, which there are nine adventures within that Tall Tale, and you're trying to get to this place called the Golden Shores which is a secret island somewhere on the map that you can't see until you beat like the the tall tale of the golden shores hmm. uh, and and from what i understand when you get there it's like a great little grind island where you can get a lot of money because it's the golden shores and <laughs> there's a lot of gold there yeah yeah uh but uh there's like voice acting and stuff in it now like in and the first tall tale first part of that tall tale that we did we had to find this totem called the shroud breaker which involved us searching out a sunken ship that we had to swim down to at the bottom of the ocean to get 
the uh, captain's log, essentially, to f- because they were the last known ship to have the Shroud Breaker. Then we had to take their captain's log and we had to reverse their course to find out where they had dropped, where they had buried it, basically. And then we found, like, the island after, like, a bunch of sailing around, a bunch of puzzle solving. We found the island that they supposedly hit it on and solved this riddle. And this giant, like, wall in this room opened up. And then we had to solve, like, five or six more puzzles in this, like... It was absolutely insane. Yeah, that sounds crazy. It was absolutely insane. And then we get the Shroud Breaker, and they're like, yeah, well, it's missing all four gems in it. So now you have to do... Like, all these other tall tales to find each individual gem to, like, put this thing back together, and this will lead you to the to the Golden Shores. And it was super cool. Yeah, I mean, they cool. have the gameplay already there. They've, they still, like, after, like, I haven't played it for a really long time. They still have not really added much of anything for cosmetic shit. Which that game, that's what that game is all about. Right. It's making gold and buying cosmetic shit to look cool. And well, like, they're trying to make it fun still, I guess. So yeah. that's that's true. <laughs> yeah, and but they like I I was hoping I would get into it because I had a decent amount of money from my first run through. They've added a lot of ship cosmetic stuff. Like you can change your cannons now. You can change all the paint on your ship. You can change your sails, your masts, but like not like character clothing. They didn't add a lot of that. But I mean, they they also added like the ships take specific damage now besides holes in the side of it like before it was like you know you shot a hole in it and water would go through that hole and the people inside would have to patch it up you can shoot somebody's mast and knock it down and you got to get two people on it to raise the mast back up before you like patch it or they can like hit the wheel and knock the wheel off and you have to rebuild the wheel on the ship Hmm. so there's a lot like the game turned into like if you were gonna fight against another player's ship you would ram it, get two people to jump on their ship, and kill the two people that were repairing the ship. And that's that's how you would win a battle against somebody. And that it has completely changed because there's so many other things to repair. Yeah. There's so many things to consider. Like, if you ram another ship, your mast may fall down. So so you ha- you can't really it's go yourself, above. Yeah. So they're actually taking, like, the meta of the game and... and expanding it so you're not doing the same thing over and over again so yeah they've added that stuff they've added a few other oh fishing yeah i grabbed the six pack of budweiser the other night on my <laughs> way home from work and just fished in sea of thieves all night long <laughs> that sounds all and right it was That's fucking hilarious. dope because now you can cook in cooking things like in breath of the wild do specific things to your character hmm. or you can also sell cooked fish to gain reputation for like this new hunter guy that's in the game so there's slowly i mean if this if the game was what it's like right now when it first launched right it wouldn't have caught any shit right because it is right where it needs to be and they have yeah. a really good roadmap forward uh so it like the the only issue with that game is is you want to play it with a few other people yeah. at all times because yeah. it's not fun to play by yourself unless you want to go fishing hey, which is sounds all right. a viable thing to do in that game that sounds and all it's right. got like the red dead fishing mechanics like mm. straight up like pull the rod to like reeling, coax the fish yeah. and then start reeling and then it starts fighting and you tire them out and then reel in a little bit and pull up so it's hmm. I guess as similar to real fishing as you can get yeah. in, a, in a video game but 
uh, yeah, it's it's super fun. Cool. And and it is a PC game too, right? Sure is. Can you get Game Pass on your PC? Not yet. It, not yet. Not yet. So you have Game Pass. You couldn't just download Sea of Thieves on so. your PC. I mean, um, they that they, might be, they changed up the water and stuff in it on the Xbox One X. It looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I bet. It it's one of the coolest too. looking yeah. games. I bet it looks stupid on your 1080. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you see they released uh, ray tracing? patches for the 10 10 series now i saw so that. you can actually do ray tracing with your card which hmm. is pretty freaking dope yeah that you too cool. kenny because that stuff looks ridiculous like i'm still in awe of what metro exodus looks like on the pc it's absurd i ain't never seen it yeah it's well cool. sea cool. of thieves yeah, yeah that it's, sounds uh, all right. it's and it's got that rare quality to it like the funny songs that you can play they added more instruments like they have a hand drum that you can play and like a few other things. There's in in just the quests and stuff are a lot different. Like when the game came out, there were three quests. Yeah, and it was there's like three different things you could do. And, and there is very similar stuff, but there's modifiers to those missions. There's different things that you can get as rewards to them. There's a kraken. There's the megalodon, which is the giant shark that's absolutely ridiculous looking uh so so it's different it's different but in a very good way cool yeah it sounds i would good, love man. for it to be cross platform so i can yeah, play with you guys on that PC would be dope i would play it is so much fun i would play sounds like it's at a point where you might actually want to play it now. yep yeah. yeah it's it's i think it's right on the cusp i i still see myself if i played it every night for like two weeks straight getting bored of it yep. very quickly Fun but I'm weeks. but I'm also not going to do that. Right. So, yeah. 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 Uh, yep. That's cool. Dope. Very cool. Um quickly just going to chat about a board game real quick. New board game that I got that's fucking rad. Uh it's called Architects. It's amazing. Uh it's a game uh I don't think Sh- I played that one, right? No. No, it's a game by Shem Phillips. He's the dude that made Raiders of the Lost Sea another really uh popular game. Uh, another worker placement game but this dude's got like a different fucking brainwave for making these games um you played worker placement game right mm-hmm. like viticulture where it's just like oh it's like your action there's spaces on the board where you can take actions uh and it's gated by you know player order basically like players mm-hmm. go they put their chip down on the thing they take the action other players can't go there mm-hmm. that's usually the main uh sort of thing so the thing that flips it on its head in this game is you have 20 workers. Hmm. Um, and That's a lot of workers. Like 85% of the spaces, maybe 80% of the spaces can hold an unlimited amount of workers. Okay. Um, so then so, it's more about strategy than placement. S- yes. Yeah, sort of. But there's some placement too. Uh, so there's some really strong spaces that are just single uh, worker spaces, and then there's the ones that have multiple things. Uh, but the deal is, is you just put one worker down per turn, right? There's no player order or anything. Uh, and on the next turn, you can put your worker in that same spot. So like, say you're going to the forest to get wood, right? You put one worker down, you get a wood. It comes back around to your turn the next time. You put another worker in the forest, you get two wood. So it, like you can sort okay. of build up build it, the yeah. spots. Uh, on your own to go for different strategies. Uh, and you're trying to build uh, buildings and work on this monument to uh, 
to finish this tower to score a bunch of points to win. Uh, so you're doing that by just building the tower and trying to build these buildings. Uh, and you can hire staff that help you build these things and all this other crap. But yeah, the main thing is you keep putting your fucking workers down wherever you want. And you can pretty much do whatever you want. And your spaces keep getting stronger and stronger. But you might be like, well, how the fuck am I going to counteract that, right? Um, so you can arrest other people's workers. There's a space on the board <laughs> where you can go uh, and you can say, all right, a fuck enough's enough. Uh, and you pay gold and then you can take those workers and you put them on your space and then they can't use them anymore. Um, like all of their workers? All of their workers. So you missed the explanation. I'm not going to explain the whole thing Sorry. again. But you get unlimited workers. Or you get 20 workers uh, and you can put them on the same spot. Like okay. each time around it gets all stronger right. and stronger. Uh, but you can arrest other people's workers uh, with one spot on the board. You pay a couple of coins, give me your workers, put them on my space. That's that. Um, And then there's another space. It's called the prison. Uh, And on your turn, you can bring all the workers you've captured. So you can capture other people. You could have like, you know, 30 workers. You can bring them to the prison, sell them out, and you get that much gold back. Yeah. So you're, like, encouraged to go and arrest... It's steal people. Yeah, there's a lot of interaction. Um, and the other cool thing is is there's a, a black market, right? Where this is the one of the only places on the board where there is, like, single spaces. Uh, so you can... There's three different spots. One gives you, like, good resources. Another one gives you better one and costs a little more. And the third one lets you just get, like, a free dope thing, right? Um, and there's a morality track, depending on how you're playing and what you're doing. Um where if you're, like, too good of a guy, you can't go to the black market anymore. Uh, and then if you're too bad of a guy, then you can't build this, like, church monument thing anymore. So, like, it's just a crazy game. Like, it flips the whole worker placement thing over on its head because, like, there's a ton more interaction because there's not really a limit to the amount of things, like, yeah. places or, or uh, amount of dudes each space can hold. And you can be a good guy, you can be a bad guy, and it's, like, all super balanced. Fuck. It's really fun. That sounds I would, really Yeah, cool. I would highly recommend it. It's really fun. It's really different. It sounds crazy. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That's it. Cool. Dope. I think that's going to do it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> kind of a long one, but not bad. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Running in Circles Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Social Nerd Rev. You can email us at socialnerdreview at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.